0: Good evening, and welcome to the Elite Dynasty Podcast. I am your host, Eric Von Dunn, along with my co-host, Chad Patterson. Hello, how are you? I'm a different position to the mic, so this is a little
1: a little weird for me today.
0: I'm uh, also in a very different position, but it's it's a prominent position. I'm, it is, I'm, I'm more forward-facing the mic. It's, it's kind of nice. I feel like you're in power. I shouldn't have had that seat before. I mean, you 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 did a great job in the seat. You held the seat for fourteen episodes, and it we was did. it's been a great ride. It's the torch has been team. passed. The torch has been passed, and I, I greatly appreciate you allowing me to take this responsibility.
1: I feel like I always talk too much before we introduced our our co host here.
0: I mean, without saying, ultimate powerhouse in the podcast, Addison Elko. Oh, thank you.
2: It's nice you're on my right. Chad I can I have a better view of Chad Yeah try? I have a better just, view of you You're yeah, super handsome actually, It's nice yeah. yeah this is a lot better Feeling the positive vibes For this, uh, for this episode Yeah
0: this is going to be The happiest episode We've ever had yeah. Undoubtedly Unquestioned
2: Mixing up the juju
1: mm, Maybe the one When you were away That was number one Might rival it Yeah, yeah.
2: I think if we polled The audience That probably is the best episode yet By far yeah, yeah. 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 But
1: strictly just because Of the content obviously It was yeah. nothing to do with you N- Nothing at all Of course
0: Of course naturally Yeah Elite friendship Good, good talk. <laughs> um, okay, so this show we have a uh, quite quite a decent amount of things going on. A couple of new segments, some new stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, do we want to discuss what was going on in our in our chat today, or do we want to leave the listeners kind of hanging without knowing that? i uh, you know, I'm all about other topics up, up up top. So
2: yeah, let's let's get into it.
0: Okay, so the major topic of discussion in our fantasy league today. Um, was technique used when wiping your butt after going to the bathroom. And this went on for a significant amount of time. I want to say it was probably an hour. Where there was a poll that
2: was sent out. Let's actually pull up the poll. So while, while we're pulling it up, basically the, we've, we've been past the standing or sitting debate. It's been going on since the dawn of wipe. No right. need to discuss any further correct now, we we, we I, understand uh, we understand
0: say, standing is more efficient i will i mean we understand that sitting and sitting is sitting is more sitting is more more efficient it's split amongst the group
1: seems like
2: surprisingly yeah surprisingly. but that, it's used that's very split but i didn't know till today that there was a different direction in which you can start and end the white and that created a whole new realm of argument and discussion. It gave us a poll that has four choices. So there's four different
0: possible options, um, not including um, significant subgenres of wiping, how you may say. Um, there's four main categories. So, Ad, would you like to read them off? <laughs>
2: I'd love to read them off. So there was two with sitting, and you. so basically the wiping is either balls to back or back to balls, if, if you will, and then the same thing for standing. And so far standing, balls to back, five. Out of the 10. So half the people... Six out of 10 are standing, which I was surprised. I thought more people were were sitters. I felt like I was an outcast when I said I was a standard, But 6 to 10, 60% of the league is a a standard And majority wipe front to back. Unlike one of our co-hosts here.
1: So majority is normal.
2: Normal, yes.
0: But um, (laughs) through some research, um, through some of the most prominent studies out there on this topic... We've found that the snowplow method, as used by me, is, is extremely efficient in making sure everything is completely clean. Can you um, cite your sources?
2: Eric, can you please give a, a nice description of the yeah, snowplow imagery. Method. And then the a <laughs> So I'm, I'm a
0: very standing snowplow method type <laughs> of guy. Um, it's always been my way. Um, you know, it's just how I was raised. And what it is is basically you stand up, mm-hmm. a little bit relaxed, and you're doing a down-up-down down method. So you're going down from back to balls... New piece, balls to back, new piece, down, and then you're done. You'd be surprised how clean and great you feel after it's over. I don't know if it's that easy. It's, over. Yeah. it's extremely it's easy.
2: easy. I mean, if you've been doing it forever, but I can't imagine myself going the opposite direction. You'd like, I, using my opposite hand. It would just feel weird.
0: I've perfected the craft, and I'm very happy so about you, it.
1: So on average, you only use three... Segments, you would call it?
2: Correct. Toilet paper? Correct,
1: yeah. I've, I've gotten it down
0: to a science where unless it's the nastiest form of excrement, <laughs> okay. that I use
1: three and I'm good and I can move on.
2: I did say no matter what, I go three every time. I don't care how clean the first two are, I go three.
1: See, for me, there's no numbers. It's just as many as it takes. Well, correct. There's, I'm, there's a, I'm not going to underdo it. I'm not going to underdo it.
2: It's, it's minimal three. Well, sometimes minimal one. Sometimes I only need one. You're, if you only do but one But I also that's... use a lot. Like I'd like
1: wrap my hand up and shit.
2: Yeah, but if you only do one, that's that's too good to be true. You gotta go back for the second and make sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll always do a second spot check. Yeah, yeah, even you don't know. Maybe I missed. Maybe I didn't <laughs> snowplow Did effectively.
2: He said he dabs. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> what? He, said he does like one normal said scoop, and then he just he said uh, wiping like smears. So he just dabs. I don't know what that means. Interesting. It's oh, a very yeah. interesting
0: topic, but as you can see, we had a very productive chat day. Um, a I, lot of
1: different ideas. I will say that this kind of mimics because I'm pretty sure that you put the toilet paper on the roll a weird, like the opposite way that you're supposed to. I, I don't
0: do any way on purpose. I go whatever way I have in my hand, I, I will put it on without notice. Someone here does it the opposite way. I've I've probably put it on that way.
2: I couldn't care less how it rolls. Yeah,
0: that's it doesn't bother See, me. for me,
2: it's got to be over the top. Yeah, really I mean, that's it. the normal I just, way. Um, I don't care.
0: Yeah, I will just put it on, so I probably... I didn't even know that was seeing. a thing
2: until, like, it was yeah. a thing. Like, on Twitter, like, people were arguing. I'm like, I didn't even know there was two ways of rolling it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, of course. I guess it's how you're raised. Yeah. yeah, it's different perspectives. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, if you guys are listening out there, not in the league, feel free to shoot us your thoughts on Twitter. Um, let us know um, how you feel. Yeah,
1: video. What? If you've turned the podcast off right now, we do not blame you. <laughs>
0: yeah, completely understood. Yeah, we still got your
2: view, so we don't care.
0: Yeah, um, but if you are still listening, we have some great fantasy football content coming up. All right. Um, so first, let's start with some of the bets that have happened in our league um, since we last spoke. Um, <laughs> there a change have of topics. So. Only been two bets, um, but some interesting ones. That's still a lot for a week. Absolutely. We, we have an extremely active active league, which is great, and that's what, what makes it fun, and that's what gives us a lot of items to talk about. That's why we're going to have a weekly podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the two bets that have happened, uh, the first between uh, newfound rivals, uh, Greg Muller and Andrew Itzler. Itzler bets Greg that Devante Booker will have more fantasy points in our league, which is .5 PPR, um, than Five out of the first ten running backs drafted in our rookie draft.
2: Now, Itzler will, thinks that will happen. He has Booker.
0: Correct. Itzler thinks that will happen. Greg does not. Now, keep they, in mind keep in mind that our draft is not only rookies. It does include some veterans. For instance, we have Mike Gillisley projected in there. We have Marshawn Lynch projected in there. Um, so, there are some guys that may get taken over some rookies, just, so, to, just to put that so out.
2: So, I have the ADP here. We'll run through the first ten. We'll throw Lynch into just number ten. So okay. Whoever's number ten will be omitted. Yep. And you two say yes or no if Booker will have more fantasy points than this running back. And we'll okay. see when we get to 10. I like this. Fournette. No. Uh, McCaffrey. No. no. Mixon. No. No. Cook. No. No. Kamara. I still say no.
1: I kind of want to say no, too. Okay. Kareem Hunt. I could say yes. Yes.
2: So he needs to beat be five of these guys. He's already had five no's. Correct. Yeah, so he's going to be, be, it's gonna be tough. So he needs to sweep this. So the next one is Pirine? No. That's really tough. So say, I, say you give him Pirine just to keep this going. Yeah. So at this point, he's already lost, according to us. Next running back, Curtis Samuel. Could say... Is he going to have running back eligibility, though, to start? I don't know if he will.
0: I, I would say go to the next one.
2: The next one is Deontay Foreman.
0: I would I would say Booker beats Foreman. But me too. Uh, Jamal Williams? I say Booker beats Williams. There's too many people in that backfield.
2: Yeah, I see and then Marlon Mack. So say Lynch is Marlon Mack. I don't think he beats Lynch. That's a tough beat. So say you throw Lynch into the top five. So the top five is pretty set, right? At Fournette, McCaffrey, Mixon, Cook, and then Lynch. Say you put that as a top five. He's got to beat everyone below him, which includes Hunt, Kamara, P. Ryan, Foreman, and then one of three of, say, Williams, Mack, and, yeah. and Samuel. I don't see that. I don't see it
1: either.
0: I think it, It's going to be close. I, I think he... I mean, we'll see. Maybe Booker runs away with the starting job
1: and maybe beats all of them. I mean, it's,
2: it's going to be like tough. It's not like Anderson's bad. He's just been hurt, and they brought yeah. in Charles, I think for a reason. I just don't
1: think Booker's good. He had opportunity last year, and he just didn't show anything. He's
2: a rookie, man. Yeah, I don't think great. this is a guy yeah. where, like... I don't know. I if don't... only he had his chances or didn't get hurt. I think he kind of did, and I'm not saying he's bad, but I don't think he's better than... The top half oh, I don't of think he's draft. better
0: than them. I'm just trying to think if he can outscore them.
2: I don't know if he'll be maybe three. I think if we came to three. He could be, and those are coin flips. It all depends on obviously like if he runs away with a job. Obviously, that's a big factor. But a lot of these rookies also yeah, we, have. Bets I mean, in we front also we
0: also don't know if maybe let's say mixing gets suspended or say just something like or cook has, gets suspended.
2: Well, it could just take a, I mean, a quarter of the season for these guys to even get on the field, correct? Legitimately correct. and get touches. So he's that's, got what, the that's, leg up that's what he's got going for him. I mean, the only maybe just two guys that are gonna go in immediately as Fournette and McCaffrey and everyone else you can argue had like Mixon has guys to be correct for, that's true you know Kamara so there's only really two running backs that are going in there as the RB1s
1: well Lynch too if you include him and Lynch so three and presumably and include
2: Gillis Lee I don't think I don't think he'll be taken in the top ten running backs in our draft fair so um that's I guess what that he would have to bank on a lot of these guys just coming out slow and takes now a lot is there any system. sort of
1: Injury clauses with this at all, or no. wasn't that decided on? I mean, so like if Booker goes down, is Itzler just screwed?
2: I guess. Yeah, it, it doesn't no, say there's anything. There's no clauses here. listed because you couldn't have it one way because a lot of what Itzler needs to go right is for some guys to get injured for mm-hmm. you know him to succeed. So, okay, I it doesn't say. I mean, a fifty dollar bet. I mean, I think it's a good bet. He just love he's betting on his guys, and I he respect is. that. I so do too. It gives you more incentive to. I mean. In the end of the day, it's what a thirteen week bet for fifty bucks. I mean, they bet yeah. that they bet that on useless games, both of them. So it's yeah. not, nothing related to them. Just bragging right to the end. So
1: also maybe Isler just realizes that this whole league is blind to rookies and picks. Like we're all stupid high on picks and rookies. Yeah, one hundred percent. So maybe he just yeah, sees capital. Kind of sees through that. Yeah, I mean, which
2: see. I wish the Yahoo archives wasn't so annoying. Cause I would like to see. You know, besides Zeke and Howard... Hit rate of rate just like, how did all the rookies do in comparative to maybe someone you think was a middle-of-the-road guy? hit mm-hmm. the hit rate's like definitely not 700 good. yards, 600 yards, and like, how many of the rookies were actually like, even flex guys? But... Yeah, well, you know, I would
1: argue that last year was a weaker, like, way weaker class. That's true. It was.
2: Well, but
1: it was that's
0: stor- the thing, that's a normal class. Not every class of 2014 or 2017.
2: But this class is especially hyped in the running back Yeah, position. correct. But... Yeah, I, I would favor, you know, it's always things I bet against him. Um, I, I like to bet for Greg, but I respect It's for betting on his guy. Absolutely.
1: I'm with you. I think it's like sixty forty Greg. All right. We will we will see. Kind of segues to the next bet.
0: It's kinda of segues perfect to the next bet. Another um another gamble, another bet by Greg versus Josh this time. Um so in this case, the bet is Christian McCaffrey versus Dalvin Cook. Who will score more fantasy points in two thousand seventeen? greg is cook
2: right i greg believe is cook so and yeah. josh has mccaffrey
0: i i in this case am leaning towards cook i think cook does very well on the vikings i'm very excited to see him play i think he does very well i think they get the same opportunities but i think cook ends up scoring outscoring mccaffrey
2: <sighs> mccaffrey is going to get i think the volume earlier on but we've stated on here and we stated when he got drafted it's just a He's a great PPR back in a really bad PPR situation with Newton, who just historically does not throw to his running backs. And the devil's advocate to that is he's never had a good PPR running back. Mm-hmm. So if he has one, will he actually throw to him? I'll just lean slightly toward um, McCaffrey, because they do have, uh, on, in the Vikings, they had Murray, they have McKinnon. There's some competition there. It could be a running back by committee earlier on. Jay Stu does have a little bit of a tank for the Panthers, but I think ultimately it's he'll probably get some of the goal line work more, and McCaffrey will be the good PPR back, and I'll just bank on him becoming that, and the Panthers finally have a good PPR back. So I think long-term I would take Cook, but for the rookie year I'll take McCaffrey.
1: Yeah, that was exactly what I was going to say too. I just think McCaffrey's going to come in and start and be an impact right away, You know, whether it's playing out of the slot or uh, on third down uh, passing rolls. I don't think Cook is gonna have that opportunity immediately like McCaffrey will, so I think for that reason I think McCaffrey's gonna gonna beat out Cook. But who knows? Like Latavius didn't have a great year last year behind a really good offensive line.
2: So if he he's not good, he's he has to beat him though. Cook's gonna have to. There is gonna just be like clutter there. <laughs> But I, I, to your point, I, I honestly
0: think Cook comes in and at least immediately starts as a third down back. That's kind of and what with, I was getting With at. Bradford, yeah. is so accurate, and especially on the short passes. Yeah. It's basically another Alex Smith. I think that's going to be a perfect, perfect situation for Cook. And especially Cook going down the side. He's going to make somebody miss, and he's going to take it to the house. It's going
2: to be fantastic. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think Latavius could lose his job like week week four, and then Cook could explode. But yeah. who knows? I mean, it's all hearsay. But
2: I think it's a close bet. I don't think either of them are going to run away with it probably come down the last few weeks honestly but I'll just leave McCaffrey
1: I will leave McCaffrey as well alright I'll see you guys uh, on the field alright uh, you taking Cook I'm taking Cook okay that's totally fine like, I think this one's split it's gonna be close it's gonna be really yeah. close you know what we
2: should do before the season starts we should have like an inter uh, podcast competition and bet on all the bets ooh I like, like the, a... all, the, all the league bets yeah. and then we'll make standings on who did the best on betting on the other bets
1: betception
2: yeah Elite Betception. We're betting on the bet. Well, not betting on the bets, but choosing the bets and see who does the best.
1: Yeah, all I'm right. on board. Yeah, if you want to awesome. pick through
2: every episode, and let me know.
1: That'd be great. Then I can cut it
2: together. No, no, I'm saying like no, no. Go the season starts, we're gonna go through all the Oh, uh, Okay. Quickly run through I you what might, bets. Like, take the oh the cut. no 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 that would be this no thing no, no. ever. no we'll just have like well our final tallies on who we have excluding the bet we have with ourselves. All right. Awesome. Which I guess Chad Chad's gonna win that. He had the hindsight the I don't know.
1: I don't know. I just who don't knows. know. Flight
2: White. Flight White. Flight White. Um, <laughs> so moving someone on. that
0: we've
1: never heard of in what? the Patriots running back core. They're gonna pick up
0: like a free
2: agent. <laughs> no, gonna it's gonna squirt. be it's
0: gonna be DJ Foster. He's gonna make the roster somehow. Well, someone <laughs> and has to win. It's I mean, gonna start. Someone's
2: gonna get points out of our three. So someone's gonna win. It's not who has yeah. the most on a team, it's has the most yeah, out true. of our three.
0: Hot take DJ Foster is the Pats leading back in two thousand seventeen. That's right. hot. So, that's going to do it for the bets section of our podcast for today. Um, So, now we're going to actually move just to a couple of Twitter trades.
1: And I've explained before, but the way I do this is I search uh, hashtag Dynasty Trades in Twitter. And then I'm just kind of scrolling through them. And I haven't clicked on any of these, so I don't actually know the answer. So, we're kind of coming in blind here. But uh, let's uh, let's get underway. So, the first one we'll start with is... Okay. Julio Jones or Allen Robinson, Tyler Lockett, and a 2018 second. I think I'm taking Julio here. I'm taking Julio. I, I go the Robinson side. Really? Yeah. Why? I'm, I'm on board. A Rob's
0: younger, you has love, the same upside potential.
2: Is, you, you love Tyler.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. So I'm saying I'm getting a player that's not on his way out, is on his way up in the league, has similar producing power. They're both getting taken in the first round of startups. Plus, I'm getting an upside guy in Lockett that I obviously like, and a second-round pick. I, I get Julio will probably be better for this specific year, but in a dynasty league, I'm taking.
2: I think dynasty star he goes before a Rob. Well, I'm
0: I'm 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 agreeing with you, but I'm saying they have the same upside potential for the year. They're going to be within, I don't know, twenty-five, thirty points of each other.
2: Well, Not the last. I mean, even when. A Rob went off. I still think Julio was above him. But Julio. Not, what I'm
0: saying is that Julio's on his, is starting to trend on his way out. I know.
2: I mean, it's interesting for me because I have both these guys. But I would just. I wouldn't. If I had, say, if I didn't have A Rob and someone offered me that trade, I would say no. I wouldn't take Julio. I, I don't think Lockett's anything special. So it's really just A Rob in a second for Julio. Let I me mean, get a first out of it. No.
0: Well, you can argue that Lockett's the same as a second round pick. So then let's change it. Let's say A Rob in two seconds for Julio. Okay.
2: Still think no. do that. No. That's fair.
1: And uh, what the community at? agrees, eighty-six percent. Julio. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, it's on a twenty-two votes, but
2: I mean, he's he's aging, but he's not. I mean, he's been a little bit more injured, but his play hasn't Correct. really digressed.
1: No, his play has been phenomenal. So, here's an interesting one: DeAndre Washington versus Tyler Bo- Tyler Boyd. I go Boyd. I love Tyler Boyd. I would say Washington. I'm taking Washington too. I love Boyd in the slot. There's so many other weapons that Boyd's going to
0: have with no one covering him. And he's such a good route runner that no linebackers is going to be able to Boyd, cover him. They
2: just. Am I not thinking the right. Like, they just got Mixon. They got Ross. They still have Green. I'm saying, I'm
0: saying there's so many other weapons. Boyd's going to be in the slot. Boyd's not going to be an See, outside you receiver. you have,
2: like, this perception that, like, just because there's other guys taking away, like, this doesn't work like the wide receiver three just becomes amazing because they have other guys. Taking no, but what I'm, what I'm saying is that he's
0: going to be those little, like, button hook five yard route that's going yeah, to be what open. what is that for fantasy? It's the same thing with the tight end. But I, I, what I'm saying is I'd rather have that because that's going to be good in the red zone if they don't run the ball. You know what I mean? I, I, I think there's upside there for just targets alone. Think of, like, Jarvis Landry. I, obviously, so, I'm not saying he's as good as Jarvis He's a wide
2: receiver one. one. You can argue Boyd's the wide receiver three. You could four. argue he's a wide receiver for four. Yeah. But I'm, yeah. what I'm saying, I'd rather have Boyd than DeAndre Washington.
0: I'm well, not saying Boyd could be elite. I'm just saying this I know. In this case, I think I'd have Well, him. my he argument
1: just, is why couldn't DeAndre Washington kind of be a similar role, but just on the running back side? He's like a third down PPR back.
0: He could. But they also have what's it? Jalen Rashard. Who uh, they kind of? I feel like they kind of like Rashard
1: a little better. All right. Well, the community is 52 percent DeAndre Washington, 48 percent Tyler Boyd. Pretty close. Well, that's that's much super close. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, let's get into another one. So you scroll along
2: here. I kind of want to see the one I voted on earlier. It was like... Who, yeah, I would it, be excited so to see So did that. you see the one I posted, Chad? It was just pick one. And it was Karu, DGB. Yeah, I said Karoo. And who um, yeah. was the third um,
1: one? Oh, no. And Tajay. Yeah, yeah and that was Tajay sharp. sharp.
2: Yeah, I me and you said Karoo. Sharp might be out.
0: Oh, yeah, Sharp? Yeah, Sharp and might be cut.
2: I, I just think I don't like DGB just because how much you have liked DGB. Well, DGB is clearly proved he's not good, but I would
0: choose him just for the pure upside alone. He's giant. He is big. 6'11".
1: He's
2: 6'11". You got another one for us, John?
1: I do. Jordan Reed in 103? Or Amari Cooper in 2018 second? Amari Cooper. See, I, I mean, Reed, I, is I, tough, I, dude, I love cause... Reed's
0: talent, but the concussions scare me.
1: But you can get Jordan Reed and Joe Mixon. That's that. for Amari in the 2018 second I love Amari I think I'm,
2: I'm going to take Cooper too I
1: have, I have a man I think you can Amari. find
2: another Reed out there because Reed's only got a couple years oh he's of years. super young he's yeah, Reed's he's, like 25 I'm not myself. trusting his injury his concussion
0: that's, no I agree with you I, that's why I stay away from him and Cooper's
2: too. like 22 yeah I, lo- I love Amari like, I, I just feel like it's easier to get a, a fill-in tight end that you can throw in there I, think I know i Mixon and Mixon, but... Because, Cooper...
1: like, I just love Mixon coming out. I think he has the highest... You do.
2: You're, you you yeah. you like him more than Fournette, so obviously see, I think like... I agree that... I can see why you would take that side. Yeah. But I think... I think Cooper's a little stuff done.
1: All right, well, I got dominated 81% on the Amari side to 19% Jordan Reed. So,
2: there you go. I mean, Amari, he didn't have a wide receiver one year last year. I think he did two years ago, but I'm not completely sure, but it's just... He's done so much at a young age. I think the community just loves. Yeah, loves him. There's no reason not to. But it's not like yeah, he's a the perfect
0: situation too with the young offense that's dominant. Yeah. I think people
2: just don't believe it really Crabtree's going to continue to be what he is.
0: No, Ishmael Zamora he's coming in
1: to step in. That's fine. you want one more, yeah, let's do one more. Yeah, let's do one more. Okay, Sammy Watkins, or Kenneth Dixon, Stephon Diggs, and two ten.
2: See, I was going to take the opposite side no matter what, but I'll, I'll take Watkins there.
0: Yeah, I have to take Sammy too. I actually went through and, and picked this one today. I was bored. Did you, did he, <laughs> only yeah. eight,
2: he only has eight votes.
0: <laughs> oh, so then probably a similar one. Because I was going through, it sounded something very, very it similar. It just seems to that.
2: like a lot of clutter. 210's nothing. Dixon's. I don't know. Sammy good, just scares he's me. He's a though. good step. No, I agree. As soon as you said Sammy, I shook my head and I was going to take B no matter what. But I guess you can argue right now, Diggs may be a better. Like, hold than Sammy is. I mean, when Diggs was healthy, he was elite. I mean, I guess Sammy was too, but... Sammy's been more injury-prone than Diggs has been.
1: Yeah. I love my boy Kenny, too. You do love him. I don't know. I feel like Sammy's gonna win here.
2: I'll take Sammy, but not by a lot.
1: You're taking Sammy? Yeah, taking it, Sammy. It's 56-44 Sammy.
2: Yeah. Okay. It's close enough. Yeah.
1: So will make two dominations there.
2: Alright. Well,
0: yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was a solid session. Yeah. Um, so, in conclusion, um, moving on from some trades, uh, which if you don't go through the dynasty hashtag, or hashtag dynasty trades on Twitter, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice. You
1: should. Like, even, like, when you're on a commute, like, on a train or something like that, just it's to a per- through and a perfect
0: both. way to see, like, not only to pass the time, but see valuations of players, see what, if you, you, you're higher on a player than others, maybe you sell high on them, or the opposite way around, you know what I mean, but it's a good way to just stay in touch with what the community thinks.
1: It's amazing how, like... Like, Dynasty Football is actually, like, its own community. Like, oh, absolutely. There's certain, like, people that, like, everyone knows and, like, tries to get advice from. Mm-hmm. And...
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. But there's, like, a deep sub of, like, the, the deep devies and others. Like, I've seen people, like, where do I find these rankings? And you'll see tons of comments on, like, sites I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Like, high school tape. Crazy <laughs> stuff. I mean, there is, like, we deep think depth. we're intense, and then there's just other another world out there there is there is there's a fun little community all to, only on like twitter too i mean i guess you can go online and stuff like other websites but well reddit too the all, reddit fantasy community that, is ridiculous. that's an underrated spot to just find general mm-hmm. just talk but it's all it all comes together like everyone kind of re-follow everyone's very friendly with each other it's not like competition yeah. it's just it's funny just too like fantasy
1: a lot of like the prominent like voices are like 40 year old dads oh
0: absolutely yes it's
1: just so funny yeah <laughs> Yeah,
0: it's, uh, it's a fantastic, fantastic community to be a part of, and that's why we uh, love doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so that being said, we're we'll moving on to a, a new segment that we are actually calling... I forgot what the segment was called. That's
1: was <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get cut, but <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Rapid, Rapid Roto. Uh, Roto.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you want to try that one again? Yeah, yeah. All right. So moving
0: on to a segment that we like to call Rapid Roto. Rapid Roto, Rapid Roto, yeah. Rapid Roto, Rapid Roto. In Roto news today, George Kittle, uh, 49ers tight end, um, according to 49ers.com, considers the fifth round tight end a player who flashed this offseason and hinted he could even compete for the starting job. Um, I'm a big fan of Kittle. at his tape at Iowa, very, very talented guy. Um, just kind of fell in a very, very talented tight end class. That's why I think he fell to the fifth round. Um, but clearly athletic, clearly has good hands, a good blocking tight end coming from Iowa. If you don't block, you get cut. So I think it's a very, very good situation for in 49ers with a lot of confusion and only really events McDonald to compete. Uh, definitely got to watch. I'm hoping he falls to me at 51.
2: Probably not, but we'll see. Rapid Roto. Uh, CSN Mid-Atlantic Rich Tandler believes Jameson Crowder definitely will be targeted more than Terrell Pryor. I'm a Crowder owner. I traded for him in the offseason. I think he's going to be not as good as a Rob when I win the title, but I think he's going to be that gem that people draft really late in their redrafts, and they win redraft championships because of Jameson Crowder. He can get over 100 catches for the year, and... I think his floor right now is a wide receiver two and it could possibly be a wide receiver one. Rapid Roto.
1: Uh, Michael Floyd. The Minneapolis Star Tribune expects Michael Floyd to make the Vikings 53-man roster. I don't get it. How many chances is this guy going to get? Um, he is competing with our boy Laquan Treadwell, uh, Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs, Kyle Rudolph. I don't understand why he would make the team, but people, I guess people like him. People like his hands. He's a decent receiver when he's healthy and not... Insane So uh, I would avoid him though In all fantasy formats Rapid Roto Braxton Miller uh, According to Texans wide receiver
0: coach John Perry Third-round sophomore Braxton Miller has the quickness and speed to thrive in the slot. I absolutely love everything about that situation, especially with a a new, young, and and up-and-coming quarterback. I think we say all the time they love the tight end. In this case, he's going to love the slot wide receiver. Um, Converted quarterback Braxton Miller um, has had the time, kind of similar to Terrell Pryor, to make the move to wide receiver. And just a freak freak athlete. I think it's a very, very good fit, and he's probably someone I'm buying late, probably with a fourth round, fifth round rookie pick.
2: Rapid Roto! ESPN Adam Cousins reports a long-term deal between the Redskins and franchise tag Kirk Cousins is considered a long shot for the time being. I mean, this is devastating for my previous statement with Crowder. If He only thrives if Cousins is there. I think prior owners, um, Crowder owners, Reed owners are all holding their breath, hoping the Redskins can Manage a long-term deal with Cousins. He proved himself to be elite last year, quarterback one. He's young. I don't know where he would go. Maybe the 49ers to help Kittle out. But if you have any of those wide receivers or Reed, you got to hope that they can find, you know, a deal soon with July 17th being the deadline. R- a route out.
1: Uh, Zach Miller, the Chicago Tribune's Brad Biggs, believes the Bears tight end Zach Miller's roster spot could be in jeopardy. You know, it's a pretty shitty situation seeing as he is my only tight end in my roster. Uh, but that's why I do have pick 13 so that I can draft a tight end. He, uh, Zach Miller is super injury prone and now has some competition since the Bears drafted Adam Shaheen as well as uh, signed Dion Sims. So, you know, it's not looking good for Zach Miller. But I did read a stat the other day that said Zach Miller hasn't dropped the ball since like 1996.
0: So there's that. Rapid roto.
1: Alshon Jeffrey, Eagles wide receiver. uh, Coach Mike Grah
0: said Alshon has had his best offseason since 2013. I'm going to be honest. I think that's a lot of just coach speak, just trying to get um, some news out there on Alshon, uh, making the Eagles seem like they made a great move uh, because I feel like a couple of weeks ago we just heard a rumor that he came in out of shape, or maybe I'm just confusing that with every other year he's ever played. Um, Alshon, I think, has a great year in Philadelphia, but I wouldn't buy too much into this hype as training camp has not even started yet.
2: Rapid, Roto. ESPN James Walker believes Jay Ajayi could put up 1,900 total yards if he stays healthy. Get the hell out of here. He's not putting up anywhere near those numbers. I am down on Jay Ajayi. They say here's a lot in my running back one. I think he digresses immensely. I think he had three the 3 200-yard games drastically inflated his numbers in production. He was a nice fantasy pickup at the end of the year if you didn't have him in your redraft. But as far as this year, I think people are way too high on him. It seems like his running back overall rankings for Dynasty is like a top seven running back. I don't see it. He's the only running back there that I like, but I don't see any putting up anywhere near projected 1,400 rushing yards. If he gets 1,000, I'll be impressed.
1: Rapid Roto. Uh, Back in the Bears, Marcus Wheaton thinks the Bears receivers are definitely, definitely are underrated, quote. Uh, First of all, who the hell cares what Marcus Wheaton says about his own receiving core? Obviously, he's going to talk them up. Their receivers are Cameron Meredith, Kevin White, Wheaton, Kendall Wright, and Victor Cruz. That's the definition of below average. They're not underrated. They are worse than underrated. They're going to be very bad this year. Stay away from all Bears receivers besides Kevin White. And maybe Cameron Meredith. Rapid Roto, yeah. Marvin Jones. Lions coach Jim Caldwell said Marvin Jones
0: had a strong offseason. Some, some real superlative words there. <laughs> great, great insight. <laughs> um, so, I, I would actually probably buy Marvin Jones. Although, at this point, not glowing reviews, just some positive reviews. Marvin Jones, for whatever reason, is just completely undervalued right now. He had an extremely strong start to last season. Fizzled off at the end, but he's got the upside there in a place that likes to throw the ball a lot. Matt Stafford is a gunslinger, although he does have a lot of checkdowns. There's not much other competition there besides Golden Tate and new rookie Kenny Galladay and Eric Ebron, who has been breaking out for four years right now, but never actually came through with a breakout. So at this point, why not take an upside shot at Marvin Jones, especially if he's going, I believe we found out today, five rounds behind Golden Tate. Absolutely take a shot. He's a potential wide receiver, one that you can get late.
2: Uh, Saints third-round running back Alvin Kamara saw reps at receiver during OTAs. I think that's just to get him more familiar with the pass-catching role. Due to the fact that, you know, people don't think Peterson is a good catching running back. They're going to be using Ingram in the early downs, so maybe this means, you know, Kamara sees the third down passing role situations, which isn't good for me because I have Peterson. But this could mean that, you know, he's, he may not be a f- fancy stash for that long. If he starts to see more reps on third and long, works himself in there with, the, you know, an, an old AP. And they don't like Ingram, so I think this only helps Kamara's stock go up. And possibly rises them in your dynasty rookie drafts.
1: Rapid Roto oh, bitch. Uh, Sammy Coates said his health is uh, quote getting there. Uh, this is another stupid one. Uh, Sammy Coates sucks. His hands are made of granite and he can't catch anything that is thrown to him. Even with an elite quarterback throwing to him, he shouldn't make the team. He should be on the practice squad. Martavis Bryant is back. Avoid Sammy Coates at all costs. Don't even give a fifth for him or a 2019 fifth. avoid him, avoid him, avoid him. Uh,
0: Nate Ulrich of the Akron Beacon Journal said it's not far-fetched to believe that Browns' second-year tight end Seth DeValve could be the Browns' most improved player in 2017. That's not saying much because they were a putrid team in 2017. A lot needs to improve. That being said, I do like Seth DeValve a lot. Um, Very smart guy coming out of Princeton, you would assume. Um, pretty good route runner at the tight end slot. At this point, I think they're going to use him just as an oversized receiver playing out of the slot versus a tight end. But they do claim they're going to run some tight end, uh, two tight end sets with Njoku and Seth Valve. Honestly, not a bad guy to take a flyer on at the end of a dynasty startup draft. I'm talking the end, like one of the last rounds. Could be a flyer with some upside there. Not early. Once again, one of the last rounds of your startup draft. Grab
2: it, bro. Jets running back coach Stump Mitchell has been very impressed with six-round running back Elijah McGuire. As far as like a dynasty sleeper, I kind of like Elijah McGuire. I don't, you know, Matt Forte is like 45. He's going to be out in a few years. And Bilal Powell, he's good, but do I trust him to be a bell cow running back? No. He's a stash guy for sure. Probably won't have any value this year. But if you're drafting in a rookie draft, third round, fourth round. I don't see why not take a shot at McGuire. Probably has running back one, not fantasy, but on his own team potential, maybe as early as next year. So, you know, be on the lookout for that. Oh, you want to take my punches
1: off? Uh, and finally, Brashad Pyramid, uh, the Baltimore Suns' Jeff Zrybiak believes the Ravens will use more three-wide sets this season. Um, that figures to be good for uh, Pyramid's case. Uh you know Dennis Pitt is gone. Jeremy Macklin's on the on the field, so uh, it's gonna it's probably gonna increase the number of uh, three wide receiver sets they use. Um, according to this Roto, it says Perriman's breakout potential took a big hit when Macklin signed, which I do sort of agree with. And then it says it's he is no better than a late round flyer, which I'm not sure I agree with. I think his ceiling's super high, and I think he could have a breakout season this year. Rashad
2: breakout Perriman, baby, that get was, ready for it. That was rapid Roto.
1: Oh, <sighs> I'm out of breath.
2: Yeah, bring the heat that was the fastest we've ever moved yeah it's weird not to disagree with everything you said but you know you did good oh thanks guys thanks appreciate it <laughs> I don't that. even
1: know what I said I blacked out there for yeah I kind of blacked while.
2: out when you guys were talking too I'm with to replay the episode to even know what you guys talked about oh well, yeah because we had to find different players I
1: was doing yeah. the
0: same thing I was scrolling through
2: I had some good points you should have listened
1: no I don't even know what I said
2: <laughs> But you can't wait to edit it like wow that's yeah. not really smart here
1: great and, we, point. and Eric wrote a cool song for the intro
2: yeah
0: I did write a cool song for the intro
1: definitely
2: could be a reoccurring theme I mean a reoccurring uh, skit it could be because there's a lot of like I mean we did it with bru- Bruising and News just some of the minor things that don't need a full on discussion but you know maybe not everyone's on Roto every day like we are so you can get the little camp hype news that we're getting
0: if you're not on Roto every day like we are you should be on Roto yeah, every what's day wrong like with we you? are yeah. you're not doing Dynasty right if you're I not on I go on, on, on at Roto least
2: like 20 times a day yeah the amount maybe of more. times
0: refreshed is, is painful yeah
2: Good
0: time. Yeah, my, I, I've, I actually have noticed that it starts to go slower. I think that's actually how like the security system work. If you visit a site more than once, it starts I, I to go agree. slower for that site. And I think UHC has picked up on it. Because immediately
2: it just loads right
0: away, and mm-hmm. by three
1: it's like it's like no, I need my they're now. just completely yeah.
0: shooting it down. And I think that my company has picked up on it. It's unfortunate.
1: You know what? Rose probably trying to find like targeted ads for you, and it's slowing it down it's okay. like reading cookies off your computer. Oh, stuff. I just...
2: All I have now on every website is uh, USA shirts and shorts and Oh, stuff me like too. That. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I can't get rid of it's it.
1: It's crazy. Because we just ordered patriotic clothes. I just like, have a bunch of black dildos. Oh. Really? Was... Did someone hack your computer or...
0: And that's yeah. going to do it for this edition of the Elite Dynasty Podcast. <laughs> um, I am your host, Eric Von Dunn. Happy to bring you the hottest takes in all of Dynasty football. Um... My co-host Chad Patterson, you want to plug all of the social media for us?
1: Sure. I also want to just say uh, I was watching. It was funny on NFL Network they had red zone replay, and I was watching that they were showing red zone from Week 14 this year, and I was just getting so hyped. And I need. Oh, that's awesome! I need Hanson back. I need football back. I need fall weather back. <laughs>
2: Hanson is everything.
1: Scott Hanson is my favorite person. <laughs> He's the man. He's
0: my favorite person. You get ever him on the, pod? the earth. I... I'll tweet him. I'll tweet him at him. Right be, at tweet. Be amazing.
2: tweet him right now so we don't forget. Yeah, that's a good point. I'll tweet him right yeah, now. Yeah, you him on the pod. You need him like like during the regular season to give us like, sit him, start him, little fat toids oh, or, would... or just to talk. Yeah, just I, talk. I can just listen to him. To say all day long. what? we can, you can just, what just what record and be like, stop calling me. We're like, you know <laughs> what's got <going> Hansen? <on?"
0: laughs> yeah, exactly. His voice is like an angel. All right, here's a new bet. Who responds first? Sammy's Scott never responding. Hansen or Sammy?
2: <laughs> no, Sammy's never responding. Does
1: everyone know the Sammy story?
2: Did we talk about it? No.
0: I don't think we did. So, um, yeah, you can film. So free.
2: we were we were talking I don't even know what we were talking about. We were just talking about football in general. And the conversation or like the, the proposed question was in the history of Sammy Watkins catching a ball from his dad, coaches, little league, high school, every practice, every game, everything, has he caught a million balls or had a million targets? Yes, not him? caught. Yeah, for a million times. Has he, he been thrown to a million times in his life. Which seems like a lot, but if you're like if you grow up a wide receiver, that's all you do. I mean I I, I count the, the, the machine that shoots it to you, like the velocity of a ball hitting your hand. Or still uh, going near you. To, I don't still don't think I it's think, a million. I think it's at a million. I don't remember where so we so <laughs> we've been periodically tweeting this at Watkins maybe like once a year. We remember to do it. Yeah,
0: it's honestly been on New Year's. Yeah, it's we've just years. remembered on New Year's Eve that we should text, uh, tweet at Sammy Watkins asking about his talk. It's probably a terrible time because he probably gets
2: so many like Happy New Years from random fans. Yeah, um, no, we did one off cycle as well. I, I can't. We need to go. We, we, need to go more off. we need to go like now off. Well, not now. He's probably in camp, but more off season stuff, like post Super Bowl time. But
1: the thing is, he probably has the same idea that
2: we have. What? Like he probably has no idea, right? He would have to have a better idea. A better
1: idea? But he probably still doesn't know.
2: I'll take any response.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll take a not sure. <laughs>
2: that would <be, laughs> do more harm than good. Yeah.
1: That's
2: a lot of targets.
1: It's a hell of a lot of targets.
2: I think in the history of his existence, just even like, hey, you want to go down to the park and throw? He probably catch like 50 passes. And that's in one little session. Extrapolate that. <sighs> I can't. My head hurts. All right, well, social media chat?
1: Oh, yeah, it's at Elite Dynasty Pod, uh, and that's on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, and also, I think Eric has a new blog post in the works that should be up soon, so hopefully we'll be seeing some new content on the uh, the blog as well.
0: Yeah, part one should be up tomorrow. Um, oh, wow. Part two should be up, Just we'll spread it out, so we'll do Monday.
2: Okay, look forward to it. Little teaser what's it about?
0: It's uh, the 2018 mock. I finally finished it. With all the um the insight about so each pick, so first twelve or 14. 14 team first first post will be one through seven. Uh, second post will be eight through fourteen with some bonus honorable mentions.
1: Okay,
2: all right, get I'm excited. i almost wondering if you should do the opposite. Well, people kind of, I guess, kind of know it's going to be one on one. I was saying, like, build it up to be who's going to be like the number one pick. Ooh, it's not a bad idea. All right, you so get,
0: yeah, we don't know what's going to be released tomorrow. Get excited! You just <laughs> got to read it. All
1: right. Also, next episode, uh, I just want you to ponder, what do avocados and hookers have in common? Mm -hmm. Find out, episode 16. Have a good night, everyone. Take care. Peace.